Welcome back to the Witching Half Hour. So it's me, Jodi Ann. I'm glad to have you here today. I just want to say thank you to all the new subscribers, to everyone who has been supporting the podcast. It is so great to hear from you all and get your subscriptions and your likes and your feedback. I'm really glad to have you here in the earbud coven with me. Today's episode is a tarot talk episode. We're going to be looking at the seventh card in the High Arcana. That's the chariot card. I have just a little bit of housekeeping before we dive in. We have just entered into the fall season. All those beautiful harvest rituals. We have Samhain coming up right around the corner. I just encourage you to click on over to the events on my website. That's www.jodiannepsychicmedium.com. I've got a bunch of events happening in October. So if you're in the lower mainland, I would love to see you. Even just to stop by at a psychic fair and say hello. Okay, now let's dive into this. So we are going to talk about the chariot card. A lot of people think of the chariot card when you look at it, it's the seventh card in the High Arcana. And let me just rewind a bit before we look at the artwork. Let's talk about the way the High Arcana is laid out. The way it was taught to me is that we have got the arc of the fool's journey, right? The zero card of the fool is kind of its own thing. It's not really part of the High Arcana, but it is. It's the zero. It's the fool card. And the story arc of the High Arcana kind of follows the fool's journey. You know, you've got your initiatory person, you've got your call to action, you've got lessons, you have mentors that are met along the way. The other piece to look at it is you can look at the 21 cards of the High Arcana as three separate groups of seven. And they're kind of mini lessons for the fool. The first one is all about knowing self, mastering our ego and our first level of understanding of our emotional landscape, right? We meet the magician who's about personal power. We meet the high priestess who is about contacting the divine. We meet the divine feminine, the divine masculine who lives inside us all. We meet the helper teacher in the Hierophant, We meet the lover's card, which is all about decisions and whether our heart or our head is going to rule us. And now we're at the seventh card, the pinnacle of that lessons of the first level. It also connects to the first level of initiation within most witchcraft traditions. So the seventh card, it looks like a card about balance because you've got that chariot You've got the two different steeds. Often they're sphinxes, sometimes they're horses, and they're leading kind of in different directions. So it looks like it's about balance. The truth is this card is about personal empowerment. Always let's go back to the Tarot de Marseille, right? We're going to look at that first tarot deck, and we're going to look at the different symbols we have in it. Now, remember, there's always the YouTube, so you can go over to YouTube right now, open my YouTube on this chariot card, and you will see the visual representation of the cards I'm talking about. In the Tarot de Marseille, 
we see this very, very square looking shape to the chariot. You've got your figure riding the chariot. And if you look at that figure on their, on their, I guess it's their breastplate, you've got on one side and the other side, you've got these crescent moons. And if you then look above the figure's head in the canopy area, of the chariot, you have the esoteric symbol of the sun. That's that round circle with the dot inside it. In this card, the sun and the moon are present. Those are our heavenly bodies of manifestation, right? They're our closest heavenly bodies. Looking further at the symbology, we've got the pillars in the back, I believe are green. I don't have the card right in front of me. And the pillars in the front are red, I think. Either way, those pillars, the back ones are one color, the front ones are the other color. And those again are that representation we talk about with pillars in the tarot of as above, so below. Our figure is standing in the middle of that, in that place of power between the worlds of above and below, within an esoteric circle, if you will. Now let's look at the steeds. I'm going to you're going to see this better in the more contemporary art, but looking at the steeds, you've got one going one way and one going the other. Traditionally, they're sphinxes because they're steeds of knowledge. This isn't just a chariot moving across the earth. This is a chariot moving across esoteric realms of power. Sphinxes, they're cool. I want you to look at those two sphinxes and we're going to talk about why this is a card about personal empowerment and forward motion and not a card about balance. You're going to have to Google this if you don't believe me, but there's this thing called the principles of parallel force. It is a physics thing. Okay. Remember our old esoteric people are these crusty old white men who are very learned who sit in libraries. This is the esoteric knowledge of the people who had the time to sit around and study. We're looking at Masonic knowledge. We're looking at higher realm knowledge, as in they studied physics, they studied Newton, they studied the cabal, all that kind of stuff. This drawing is depicting the principles of parallel force. When you have these animals pulling against each other in opposite directions, you can harness that energy to create forward motion. The power is in the chariot driver. The chariot driver is completely empowered. They're using the forces that look like they're going to pull this cart apart and cause havoc within the life of the driver to create forward motion. There's a lot of swift motion, action, and power in this card. This is the pinnacle card of the first set of initiations of the fool. When you have mastered your mind, your will, your heart, and understand your personal power and your ability to manifest on the mundane level, you are sitting in the driving seat of the chariot card. I'm just going to let that sink in a second, baby. This card is not about balance. It's about standing in your power and using all the forces of your life, no matter how chaotic they look, to propel you forward towards what you want. You are driving this chariot. You are in control. Before we talk about what it's going to mean in your 
clients' readings, I want to move away from this traditional card and look more at some contemporary cards. I want to pull up for you two cards right now. One is from the Mythic Tarot based on Greek mythology, and the other one is from the Llewellyn Tarot. The Mythic Tarot, instead of showing the stagnant box, oh, rewind, I want to tell you about that square. Remember, sacred geometry. In the original tarot deck, that chariot is very, very, very square, and we have those four pillars. Because the four represents stability and strength. Now, moving on to the mythic tarot, we again have a chariot, but he's depicted, we've got this beautiful Roman gladiator, and you can see that parallel force is clearly depicted because the black and white steed and their horses this time are moving in exactly opposite directions. And the driver looks so, so grounded and in control. You can see that they are driving this chariot straight, no matter what forces are opposing them. The Llewellyn Tarot is interesting. Instead of being on a chariot they are in a water chariot. So the element of water comes up on this. A lot of times I really feel like the chariot more corresponds to the element of fire and willpower. So I love that the Llewellyn deck chose to use water. And the steeds in this are actually coming out of the sea foam, reminding me a lot of that um, Lord of the Rings episode when um, Arrowin calls the water seeds to wash away the black riders. They're these beautiful white horses, but you can see in this card as well, we have one horse upright and prancing and the other horse kind of like a crashed way of going down and under. So again, we've got those parallel forces and the rider is driving and riding this wave. So what can this mean to your client? When this card shows up for your client, we want to look at where they are exhibiting their will and their power. Sometimes this card will come up when a client feels out of control, even when their life is going well. I think it's interesting when that happens, sometimes the tarot will point to our inner feelings, the things that are going on on our inner realms that aren't always apparent on our outer realms. When someone has a lot of inner chaos that they're not, that isn't really apparent in their life, the chariot card can point to that. It can point to someone choosing not to take control of the situations and benefit from the situations being present in their life. It can be a card that calls you to step into your power. It is also a card that is such a blessing to see whenever someone is venturing out into a new, um, like a new project, whether it's a new project or a new career or an entrepreneurial kind of thing. It is a very, very, very good card for that. It shows that your client has gotten to that same point as the fool where they are harnessing their abilities and knowing when to take the reins and how to drive their life. So I wanna take a look at some even less traditional decks. The first one I wanna talk about is 
the the wild unknown tarot now you'll see in this one we have this beautiful steed what I find is interesting is they don't even show the actual physical chariot at all they're only focusing on the horse what I like about this now this whole deck is very animal focused so I like that it's a horse itself and not having that cart behind it within the card we do have some of the symbology that's in the original tarot de marseille we have the symbol for the sun we have the symbol for the moon and then they've added the pentacle as well around the horse's neck it's very easy to feel into this card and feel that kind of regalness that horses tend to have that feeling of freedom, that feeling of motion, that feeling of being grounded in the strength of your body. So we can translate that feeling again to the meaning behind the card. This card is all about being empowered and in control of your life. I like looking at this horse because it is a beautiful depiction of power. It's impossible to think about your ego when you're looking at this steed. And we remember that that's the fool's first kind of lesson in these seven cards is to conquer their own evil, is to conquer their own ego and move into the next phase of initiation from a place of knowing thyself, recognizing when our ego is running wild and choosing effectively. So I've been working with this other deck and it is the As Above, So Below Tarot. And as I work with it and go through these podcasts and pull out cards and do readings for our monthly readings on YouTube, I have been learning about this deck as I work with it and I really love it and I wanted to pull out the chariot card for from this deck because every time I look at now this is a double deck remember so the as above is very goddess based it's very Wiccan based it has different depictions in the high arcana that show the sabbats so it's almost like a teaching deck when you go through the literature with it where the so below deck is the one i'm just in love with it's bright it's colorful and it shows the day-to-day -day mundane things that can be reflected in the tarot the tarot is so archetypical and it has so many layers to its symbology, I find it beautifully charming to see the day-to-day -day mundane things in the higher can of cards. A lot of times what we're asking this divination tool about is mundane things. We're worried about our children. We're worried about our job. We want to have insight on our love life. So I really like this. The chariot card in this one is a mama in a minivan. Talk about being able to check your ego and harness all the chaos around you to create forward motion. 
any of you in the earbud coven who are moms who have driven carpool, whether it's to sports or school activities or just to go grocery shopping and your kids are blowing your mind, all of that is wrapped up in this card. And she has the most sublime look on her face. She's in her power. She's outside of the chaos around her and she's getting her stuff done. And I love this depiction. I love taking these deep esoteric ideals and really applying them to the places that matter the most in our life. Now, the last card I pulled for you is also very arty and outside the box. It is from the Antique Anatomy Tarot. There will be an unboxing on this one coming soon. It is in the make. This deck is gorgeous. It has everything I love. And this chariot card goes way out in left field. And I want to break down some of the symbology. Now, the antique anatomy tarot is all bones and alchemy and like really antique looking colors. It's like very sepia washed, sepia. I don't know how to say that word, sepia, that brown coloring that's in antique photos. Sepia? Sepia? Someone will write in and tell me, I'm sure. Anyway, we've got two skeleton skulls of horses and their spine intertwines and there's flowers. So instead of different colored steeds, we have opposite colored flowers. One is light and one is dark. One horse is looking one way, one is looking the other, and it creates a figure eight. So let's talk about the numerology behind that. We already know that the chariot is a seven, and that's fine, but within the chariot is the four-cornered box. The original one has that square box shape. The square symbolizes stability. Four corners are always stable. Solidness steadfastness and power. It's a position of power. When you're firmly grounded, you are powerful. The artist of this deck has taken that idea of the powerful four and doubled it and gone with the eight. What I was taught in numerology is that the eight in the tarot, so you take the stability of the four, you Add the stability of a second four, and then the energy can run like a figure eight. You have that idea of being in balance because an eight is infinity and it's in balance. But the beauty of the number eight is that it's balance that flows. Sometimes a number four, if you get into the numerology, can be a bit stagnating. And I think that comes across in those original decks. Everything is very square, very solid and feels stagnated. You really get that flow of being in your power when you look at this card. Within the tarot, the eights are often echoing the lessons of the four. Fours are all about stability and stability can become stagnant. The eight has all of the power and stability and steadfastness of a four. But with the motion and flow, 
it doesn't have the pitfalls of becoming um, complacent. It doesn't have the pitfalls of becoming complacent in the way your energy is working. So I really appreciate the way the artist put that eight in there because it reflects the idea that the chariot is about forward motion, stable forward motion. We have looked at very quickly the artwork behind six different renditions of the chariot card. I hope that this has expanded your knowledge of the tarot. I hope that you find it useful when you're working with yourself or your clients or whoever you are reading for. Drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. Tell me how these, these episodes are expanding your knowledge of the tarot and what else you'd like. Show notes, as always, are on the website. You can find the actual cards on the YouTube. I go over a little bit of the artwork and say a few different things there as opposed to here. Yeah. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for subscribing. I love having you here in my earbud coven. We'd love to hear from you. Drop me a line. You can DM me on Instagram. I am Sprite Made Soaps. You can check out any of my live events coming up in October. Details are on the website. I'm doing a psychic fair. I'm doing the messages from spirit. And then on the 2nd of November, I'm teaching. All the details are on my events on my webpage. You can drop me an email through the webpage. I love hearing from you. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'll see you soon on another witching half hour or so. was a lot of